now betting for the sports animal, your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Amory Castillo. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. All right, boys, 5 o'clock. Hey, today hit different, right? Like, January 2nd hits so different than January 1st. I don't feel that way. I think it's just another day. I don't know, dude. Just another day in another year in another month in another week. Wait, am I describing depression? Yeah, you're, yeah. I'm describing depression right now. Oh, my goodness. You're doing a bad job of uh, <laughs> instilling confidence yeah. in the listener of my baseline mental health. That? Um, not good. Not good, brother. It's just another day. Like, I did chores. Like I worked. I helped you do some stuff that I wasn't going to otherwise. I mean, I'm in on that. Hey, Steve Palmasano. Yeah. He just pulled up his 23 and me. Yeah. And he's the res dog of humans. He's got like <laughs> He's got a little bit of everything in there. I on the other hand am <laughs> got Let me find the exact number. No, like that's the thing. 98.7% northwestern european. <laughs> that's I'm just the whitest thing ever invented. 84.7% british and irish. I can tell with my sweet Isn't precious. Isn't that wild how I don't like milk? Ooh. <laughs> you grow out of it. All right, Amory, walk me through this snafu that was Detroit and Dallas. Walk me through. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, so um, Saturday night, I thought you wanted us to walk through our percentage of, uh, from our ancestry oh, composition. Can, obviously yeah, that. Yeah, well, I can, obviously that. Amory, I can just guess yours, and I'll be 100% accurate. Really? Yes. I bet you can't. No, a lot of people can't. We can play this another day, though, if you want. Okay, well, I just... Yeah, we'll come back to it. All right, walk me through Detroit and Dallas. Okay, so there was a uh, – Steve, I'm sure you'll have to put some in point in this. Okay, so <clears throat> there was a game-winning catch on a two-point conversion. That makes sense. Everything's on track. Game over. Let's go. Okay, but referee oh. Brad Allen, they want to point that out because he's being investigated and now he's going to still be officiating this coming week, said after the game, Decker did not follow proper procedure to identify himself as a legible pl- receiver on the successful two-point play, um, and the Lions went home with a 2019 loss. So the Lions could have just kicked the extra point, too, which I don't understand they did. Dan Campbell was coaching. He's a very emotional guy. Well, hold on. Why kick the extra point? You could go for two. <sighs> no, I'm saying after that. Well, no, I get yeah. that. And so you score the tutty, you go for two to win. Yep. Or you kick the extra point, but you have to score again if you're going to win the game eventually. Yeah. So why don't you well, just try to score right there? I'm on Dan Campbell's side here. <laughs> you you didn't unpackage it very well, but I agree. <laughs> like you had the normal two point conversion distance. In my eyes, they got it, but then they pushed them back, back. a little bit. That's what and I'm saying. Like, you know how likely it is to get a two point conversion, and then you know how likely it is to get a two point conversion from further back. 
And Dan Campbell leaned into it. He's like, no, we're going, we did it once. We're going to do it again. Wait, why are you, like, say that sentence without using that tone, and it actually makes sense. Like, yeah, we just proved we could do it. We'll do it again. But From further back? Further back. Who cares? Um, yeah. The offensive coordinator. If they kick the extra <laughs> yeah. point. It's a different play. If they kick the extra point, tie the game, they then have to, and this is going to sound crazy to you three because you guys don't understand sports the way that I do, you have to go the entire length of the field to score again. This is like a much shorter distance. Correct. Mm. Go for it. Get the two points. Go home a winner. You don't even have to. That's not how down in distance works. What? They got one shot at a two-point conversion. Oh, is it if from. If they were to get the ball mm. in overtime, they got four plays to go ten yards over and over and over again. Interesting. Van uh, Williams. Wildly more likely. Interesting Van Williams Shakespeare Nunley. They had what? One shot. Where are they from? Detroit. They had what? One opportunity. Mm. Who else is from Detroit and had one shot? One opportunity. Kid so. Rock. That is. I was going to say Eminem. I was going to go with that. <laughs> you got Eminem. some spaghetti on your Yeah, thank you. It's, uh-huh. it's my mom. So my favorite is those Cowboy fan. They ball, said that it was a bad call. It was a bad call. And uh, Cowboy fans like, oh, uh, we finally got the call. Like, no one should be judging us. Like, we always have bad luck. Like, that's what I hear from Cowboy fans. Right, Steve? That Well, that's probably true. Aren't you a Cowboys fan? Yeah. Okay. No, that, that is well, you don't sound on. too excited. No, that is, for once, the call goes in Dallas's favor. And, and all the replays look like the guy who caught the two-point checked in correctly, ran over to the zebra, ran back, called the play. The play was successful. But let me tell you where he messed up. Yeah. Because Dan Campbell tried to get too creative. Cutesy. Yes. He, Got cutesy. He tried to get too cutesy yep. instead of having the one guy mm-hmm. who was checking in right. go talk to the ref. He tried to send three guys over there to confuse the defense. An extra line, He got man. too cute. Yep. And why, he got, why he got wouldn't too cute. he do that? And also, they tried got, to sneak him. Right. Exactly. He tried to be too sneaky. Yeah. And this is all Dan Campbell's fault. Yeah, he's sneaky Dan. While I do think the first time you Soupy go for the, the two-point conversions, the right call, <laughs> and it's the wor- is a bad call the second time. Yeah. But what's the dumbest thing is he sent three dudes over there to confuse the zebra mm-hmm. into making the wrong call. He did, he did a three stooges bit where he said, me, 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 and they all jumped around. And the guy who checked in as an eligible receiver? wasn't the guy who's checked in as an eligible receiver earlier in the game. 70, who he called, checked in three times previous throughout that game, and he sends 68 and 70 right next to each other. To fool the Cowboys. To try to fool the Cowboys. And what he did is he fooled the ref, and then it's, it's Dan Campbell's fault. Well, hold on. He fooled the ref who fixes games. Yeah. Man, that's the part you're missing on. So Lions were plus five and a half, depending mm. on what sports book. They already won. So if you're they, again, if you're again. just if you're just if you're talking about fixing the game, it would have to go to overtime, and then the uh, the Cowboys would have to win by a touchdown. That would be fixing the game. Just letting them win in Vegas, the Lions already won. Well, hold on. If if they tie it, go to overtime, and they get the walk off tutty, that's six. No, yeah. they were plus. Oh, they were plus. Yeah. Never mind. I yeah. take it back. Everything I said. Yeah, you so are. Dan correct. Campbell was trying to uh, not let the ref fix the game. Yeah, because it would have been what you said. The it. Cowboys would have yeah. won it. Yeah, so Dan Campbell's on a whole other level. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's playing four D chess yep. with three eligible receivers. Yep. It was um, a dumb snafu. Yeah. It was dumb.
They, it was dumb. It was not. The real dumb part is the part you guys are even talking about. Because I have some numbers here. All right. Well, sec- second of all, before oh, we go there. Oh, second of all. Weren't there two, <laughs> weren't there two flags on the play? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. When the, for the flag, same, for it the was Dallas offsides. Yeah. No, there was. I thought there were two flags. Dallas has um, never cheated. Detroit. There were two. Yeah, there were two oh, flags Detroit. On Detroit. It was before they illegal, were, uh, illegal formation yeah. and illegal touching. Correct. So it, it, uh, yeah, it's crazy to me that Dallas finally got a call. It is. That's what <laughs> Dallas Cowboys fan is saying. <laughs> When's the uh-huh. last time they got a call? Uh, 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 uh. They haven't got a call to the big game. Like they haven't got a call years. since. Yeah. They've gotten every call since Dez's coaching. catch. They've okay. gotten every call. <laughs> <laughs> Have they? <laughs> that's what. That's I, what. It, when you're at the bar, oh, my favorite place, and Dallas gets a call. It's like they always get a call. I'm not sure that's prolific or dumb. Exactly. <laughs> you got on your offense four of the most productive mm. offensive talents in mm. the league. We haven't seen this type of combined. Offensive talent what? since 2004. Like the last time we saw a group of four dudes doing it as well what? as Detroit is doing it, it was Harrison, James, Wayne, and Stokely. Now, with the dudes that they have up there, Montgomery and uh, Jameer and St. <laughs> Brown and Laporta, they have the exact same, and I have the numbers here, 850-plus scrimmage yards and nine tutties apiece. You have all these talented dudes offensively, and you're going to try to play cutesy-mootsy with your linemen? Line up, be tough the way you claim you are, Dan Campbell, and win the games with the guys that you win games with. Because you haven't seen this kind of offensive power out of four individuals in over 20 years. If he would have not tried to get tricky, the play worked because they followed, the Cowboys defense followed those four dudes you're talking about. Yeah and left homeboy wide open. It was a good call, but he just tried to get too creative. He tried to get too cute with it and send three dudes over there and distract a zebra. Friend of the show, Steve's joining us, and he's a Lions fan. And let's see. He's on the Sports Animal Hotline. Is that right? So does he hate Dan Campbell or love? Let's find out. Steve, welcome to the show. Well, when when I was watching... And I, I said, you know, we're going to march down. We're going to score a touchdown. Then the question is, will uh, Campbell go for two points right. or just take the point? You know, you usually take the points on the road. And when he set up, I wasn't surprised. But when there was the penalty, you know, the the gift that they gave to the Dallas Cowboys <laughs> and they moved him out to, out to the seven, I said, now he's got a kick, right? And no, he didn't. Uh, so I think it was a mis- I, I think it was okay going for it the one time, uh, but out at the seven, that was mm-hmm. just kind of reckless. Mm-hmm. But he's still my coach. I still love him. Well, I like that last and part. I, I did want to tell you guys, remind you that the last time Detroit had a playoff game, it ended in Dallas. Because there was a no call on an obvious pass interference that gave Dallas that game too, so I don't even want to play in Dallas anymore. <laughs> Good call, Steve. Nobody wants to play Dallas. Well, it looks like they're going to be the number two seed in the playoffs, which then they'll play the number seven seed. 
that's really cool that Lions have fans too. Yeah. Yeah, they got loyal fans. I owe, I owe fans. myself twenty dollars. We got a call from a Lions fan. Yeah, that's pretty. That's wild. Loyal fans too. They are yeah. weird loyal. Yeah, like. Well, you have to be to still be around. Yes. I I have a Lions fan in my life that only eats Little Caesars when they watch Lions games. That's how dedicated they are to Detroit. Smart. Yeah. Little Caesars isn't even Detroit-style pizza. What? Mm Mm-hmm. What are you going on about? It's not. It's not. They have a Detroit-style. It's started in Detroit. It's like the staple of Detroit pizza. Little Caesars? Yeah, Little Caesars founded in Detroit. Are you saying Detroit runs on cardboard? Is that what you're (laughs) saying right now? I would say the Motor City is known for its awful pizza. Little Caesars is the best of the ones you can get franchisee. All right, first of all, Detroit-style pizza isn't pizza. Neither is Chicago-style pizza. Detroit? Yeah, it's the, a casserole. Hold but Detroit-style yeah, pizza I don't like it. is Chicago-style pizza turned upside down. No, Detroit-style it's, it's when the sauce goes to the, the crust, the edge. Yeah. Yeah, you pour it on top at the end. No, no, it gets baked in there. It's not like after the fact. They you, pour it on top at the end. Are you saying it's like the last ingredient, then baked? Or are you saying yes. it's baked and then added? Correct. To the edge. What do you mean the edge? Of the crust. It goes no. all the way to the edge. So it's Detroit not a crust. Pizza. It's a casserole. There is no crust. It's just the edge of the bread. <laughs> the it's pizza. not all pizza. I know is you can't get green chili at Little Caesars. No one Here. wants green chili on pizza. Ouch. Okay. Here we go. Again. If green chili on pizza was good, Sadie's would have it. Okay. Oh, you, are you choosing pizza. violence again, Fred? Yeah, here we go. All right, just just Sadie's has pizza. Just pull the plug on the phones. Sadie's right now, does not have pizza. Sadie's has the best green chilies. Okay, they put it on everything. You can get it on garlic toast. They don't have pizza, therefore it doesn't go on pizza. Oh, I see what you're trying to say. That's wild that Little Caesars is from Detroit and doesn't even make Detroit-style pizza is what I'm saying. They have Detroit-style pizza. (laughs) It's not their flagship. Their flagship is Crazy Bread, which is a Detroit staple. No, the Hot and Ready. Yeah, the Hot and Ready is their staple. Oh, my gosh. The Hot and Ready is a very smart marketing plan that's made them a lot of money. But similar to the way that the French fry is the staple of McDonald's and not the Big Mac, the crazy bread is the staple to Little Caesars. It's not the pizza. Wildly incorrect. That is insanely correct. Hot and ready is the staple at Little Caesars. They're made. They're sitting right there waiting for well, you. Well, yeah, you get a Big Mac with your fries, but the fries are the feature. I think it's their special recipe Coke, if we're going to go there. Uh, McDonald's. <laughs> They're the only place that can sell that type of Coke. <clears throat> De- it, it doesn't come in a plastic bag. That's a big part of it. You know, mm. it's, bag, it's shipped differently. It's a big mm-hmm. it's canisters. What were you saying, Amory? No, Detroit-based Little Caesars may be best known for their hot and ready round pizza, but has served its version of Detroit-style deep dish since 2013. Only 13. since 2013. All right. Well, that's how good they are. I know Little Caesars is pizza pizza. I don't know they ever made a Detroit-style pizza. <laughs> they advertise one thing. Exactly. Oh, cool. Make the thing that no one wants. That's awesome. Pizza pizza Also, they paid for Rosa Parks' mortgage for, like, the last 25 years of her life, and that's super sweet. That is a positive thing they've done. And I will will go out on Mm -hmm. a limb and say, of garbage pizza, it's It's, the best garbage. It's the best one. It's the best garbage pizza. The other three, if we're considering the other three to be Pizza Hut, Domino's, and Papa John's, Little Caesars is the best one. Yeah. And it's a few bucks cheaper. 
Marcos that you can get at gas stations, that sucks. Don't put that on anything. Don't eat that. I, you think I've eaten gas station pizza? The largest pizza franchise in the country is this thing called Marcos. It's at gas stations. And people eat it, like, all the time. I prefer Polo's. Two men on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. D. Sports animal. Van. Yo. You remember when you broke up with your ex-girlfriend and then you kept talking to me about your ex-girlfriend forever, even though you had, like, a brand new girlfriend, which was perfectly nice, but you weren't as good of a place in your life as you were at the time when you were with your ex-girlfriend, so you still have that weird fascination about her? Do you remember that? I hope there's a really apt comparison to this wildly untrue story. I'm talking about Aaron Rodgers. Okay. So, Aaron okay. Rodgers today. Okay. <laughs> said that the uh, the Bears and the Packers, that was the Bears' Super Bowl, is what he said. Jordan Love is a perfectly fine quarterback. Treats me well. I mean, there's a chance we could get into the playoffs. You know, but it's just, it's just not, the, it's not the same. Uh, the Bears' Super Bowl is actually um, the last. It's April 25th at 6 p.m. Uh, you're talking about the draft. Yes. You're talking that's about the, when they're. You're talking about that's the draft. their. Yeah. Their Super Bowl is the draft. Um, that's 100% true. Yeah, and if their Super Bowl was really the draft, they should have prepared better and lost more games so they could have not only the number one pick, mm-hmm. but potentially the number two pick. And they get a brand new quarterback and a brand new Marvin Harrison Jr. They'll be fine with the one and three. It'll be like one and seven. Is it that, is yeah. it that good now? Good for them. Yeah, they're like almost back to 500. They've been playing like competent football the past month. Of You know how I always do that thing, Steve, where I'm like, athletes don't care about their teams, they don't care about their cities, they don't care about their fan base, they only care about money, and then you guys are always like, Fred, you're an idiot, it's about love of the game or your father or something. Aaron Rodgers is actually the truth here. He's 100% at heart a Green Bay Packer, and this will never leave him. Like, he, he, is, green, he is still Green Bay Packer. That's it. Oh, yeah? Then why didn't he play really well this year and suit up for more games so the Packers could have had a better draft pick from the trade? Huh? Double operative Aaron Rodgers? You botched that one. Taking a year off Aaron Rodgers? <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> the weird overseas medicine he's going or probably has been receiving and will continue to see up until next year, he's the number one fantasy football draft pick next year. He will have the best season that any human being has ever had, and he'll be the comeback player of the year, and that is it. It should be Joe Flacco this year, won't it be DeMar Hamlin, but you guys get the point. Oh, well, with like his Achilles transplant that he got from some retired European sprinter? Like, yes. Is that what you're talking yes. about? And then the dolphin tear infusion that he got in his bloodstream to make sure the Achilles took? <laughs> dolphin tear. <laughs> Taking a shot at Dan Marino for no reason. <laughs> no, that's not it. Oh, taking a shot at Darius Rucker for no reason. There you go. That's the. You one. get that one, Steve. That's a hootie reference. And the, the blowfish. Nice. Yes. So I was thinking about Demar Hamlin. Did he? How many games did he play? Some. I think some plays. Some plays. Some and plays games. and some games. Yeah, yeah. not a lot. But he came back. Yeah. 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 Came back to, to life. Life. He yeah. came back to life. Yes. I don't think he really needs the award. Like him still being alive Correct. is awesome. Yeah, but give him the award. Like the Joe Flacco stuff is cool. He would be it. 
It's not Joe Flacco, boys. Yes. Do you think he wants the, that award? Do you, no one wants he, to win it over DeMar Hamlin. That is the worst time to ever win it. He has played in two games. We watched him play on Monday Night Football because he had special sleeves on so you could follow him around. Me and Van talked about this at the time. We really, I was like, this is all pro wrestling. Mm-hmm. Like, he he's only on the field to make the game-winning play. He's, he could be tackles. the comeback person of the year. He's not a comeback player because he doesn't play. Yeah. I agree with that. He doesn't play. On right. the, he doesn't get on the field. Now we need to. We need to. Everyone here, take a beat, because I need to maybe remind you guys of the emotion. Yeah. Because when he died, by the way, we all saw that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was like him. He was on alive, and now he is currently alive. That's it again. I just I can't. And his team is going to go to the playoffs. Perhaps be the number one seed. They no, the Ravens are the but number he hasn't one. Played. They're gonna be number one. But in the they, he hasn't played, and that's not to take away from sure. what he's been through. But he he really hasn't played. The, I just want to make sure I'm getting this quote right. Van Nunley, C. Palmasano, and A. Marie Castillo all wholeheartedly believe that Demar Hamlin is a joke and does not I, deserve we didn't say recognition. That. Oh, I don't okay. think any of us said that. Oh my god, no, I did. <laughs> but uh, what comeback player to me is like someone who overcame. Um, and yeah. I know he, yeah, he overcame death, but he didn't. He didn't play this year. He's a yeah. comeback player of the year was if he played and was the starting DB for every game this year. Yeah, because he didn't play this year. No, He's hold on. Like, here, let me the, look up. I'm following could, you. Yeah. yeah, they could give him like the I don't know Christian Church Easter Award or something for coming yeah. back to life, but like not the comeback player of the year award because he didn't play not the church, at all at the Church of England Easter Award. <laughs> yes, <laughs> okay, that's fine. Give him that one. So not the C of E Easter, not the C O E E. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. So how about this? If let's say we're talking about comebacks, right? That's that's the category we're in. Mm-hmm. Yes. So now maybe it's not necessarily where you guys end up for the comeback. Maybe it's how far you come. Because Joe Flacco came back from getting cut by the Jets, and Demar Hamlin came back from one of the layers of purgatory mm-hmm. before you reach the final destination of heaven or hell. And I want to make sure that we're considering that distance traveled in the comeback. One human being unalive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The other guy. Uh, Italian. Yeah, which is tough. Yeah. It was hard growing up that way, preaching to the choir. Um, It's Joe Flacco. No. No. It's Joe Flacco. It's not. It's not. Joe Flacco in four games has more touchdown passes than seven NFL teams. He's doing more than, I would argue, just about any other comeback player on the comeback player list ever. Well, it's, that's how impressive what Joe Flacco's doing. If you look at the past players in the last couple of years, it was Geno Smith, Joe Burrow, Alex Smith, Ryan Tannehill, Andrew Luck, just like the last five years. Those, now, all those guys are cornerbacks. What? Oh, quarterbacks. Uh, quarterbacks. They're all, okay, so you're saying don't break the mold. No, um, no I want here, players I'll, I'll that make... actually have played. Here we go. Okay. I'll be, I'll be Switzerland here. Go ahead. Okay, I'll bridge the gap for okay. all yeah. of us. Okay. okay. Yeah. You oh, name good, the award. Do it in Swedish. You name, you name the award. <laughs> yeah. The DeMar Hamlin comeback player of the mm, year. Yes. And then oh, give it to good. Joe Flacco. Yeah, so you right. name the award after DeMar Hamlin because he beat death. But, it, I mean, it's the award is in the title. 
It's yeah. the comeback player of the year. Joe Flacco has been playing. So right now it's DeMar Hamlin's now up to minus 140, Joe Flacco plus 105, Baker Mayfield plus 1,600, and Matthew Stafford plus 8,000. Those are the top four in the running. Wow. Baker Mayfield didn't oh, go anywhere. Shit. He's been playing football this whole time. He, here, guys, listen. Come back to Tiger Woods. Where is he? That's your question. <laughs> I would That's argue that Baker Mayfield's in a decline. Yeah, he's not. When's the last time you've seen a good Baker Mayfield commercial? Yeah, been a while. Yeah, see? Okay. The NFL is going to do what? Call Joe Flacco. And they're going to say, hey, listen, there's some talk behind the house that you're the comeback player of the year. And Joe Flacco is going to say this. Oh, damn, no. I don't want it. Absolutely not. Do you do you guys not remember when DeMar Hamlin died? Uh-huh. That's what he's going to say. If he if the NFL was ignorant enough to give him the comeback player of the year, which they are not, yeah. if they were ignorant enough to do that, Joe Flacco would be the guy that says, Oh no, miss me completely with any of the attention that this would bring me. Miss me completely, shield. Cause you have forgotten about when a guy died, that's why he Demar Hamlin will win. What about how scary Tua's injuries were last year? Why isn't he on this comeback player of the year? Yeah, I'm being serious. Like there was some a lot of scary injuries last year over like Baker Mayfield. I'm surprised he's not on that list. I was very he, surprised to see him not get injured and play this whole season. Well, he if you remember the NFL and the Dolphins told us how he learned. How to fall. Yeah, he took yeah. jiu-jitsu. He, took, he did. jiu-jitsu and learned he how did. to fall down. And why is Baker on the list? Because right. he got cut and traded. And, and he, yeah, he got Joe Flacco he treatment. He didn't hurt. Right? Well, Flacco was out of the league, wasn't he? Yeah, he was gone. He was so gone from the league after Aaron Rodgers got hurt, and he was with the team five minutes earlier. The team thought, you're not good enough for us to call you. We're going to go with Zach Wilson. Do they have Bailey Zappi? Is that the team with Bailey Zappi? That's the Patriots. All right. Who's <laughs> Yeah. What's the other one? They have the same colors. I could see how that's confusing. Hold on. What's the one they have? John Hall? Look, you what could, was his name? You can't. Jared you, Hall? You're setting an unfair precedent. <laughs> Jonah Hall? You can't give. I understand. DeMar Hamlin, the story, it's amazing. He died for seven minutes and some change. Luckily, emergency services were there to revive him and the treatment he got at the hospital and his comeback from, you know, having to teach him teach himself this stuff all over again to to making the roster again the next year, even though he just previously was deceased. It's a fantastic story. It's sweet, but he's not a player. He doesn't play. You're setting an unfair precedent going forward. And a bunch of these guys at the bottom of the roster are just going to start dying every year that, so they could start winning awards every time. you got to give it to a guy who actually plays. The only no, – and this would be next year. It wouldn't even be this year because I'm trying to make, like, a Chicago Bears joke so, about, like, their equipment mm-hmm. guy. Yeah. I'm trying to do something. But that would be next year. Yeah. It doesn't even count this year. I'm just wondering, why isn't he playing? Is he hurt? DeMar Hamlin? Yeah. No. Because the Bills would get the worst press in the history of the world if they they cut cut the guy who just died on their watch. They can't cut him. They can't. Right. No. No. Of course not. So now they got to play with 52 dudes every week. He's on the team because because he should be on the team. Well, this will be his last year playing. 
And then what he will do is he'll put out a social media thing where he's mm-hmm. like, hey, heads up, I have a higher calling. Yeah. I need to help people in uh, motivational speaking ways, and I need to be part of an organization that helps lead or helps set example yeah. or talk about how you can overcome or triumph anything in your life and death. Yes. And, and he is done after this Absolutely. one. Also, Buffalo wins the Super Bowl this year, and he gets to hold the Lombardi Trophy at the end, and there's a photo of that thing with him and whatever thing you want to put in that photo with him, owner, NFL, Goodell, uh, Taylor Swift, I don't care. So you, you, he's there, and then that is the face of NFL, um, not to quote the Sandlot, but for ever. Unanimous Joe Flacco. <laughs> I hate that you hate Lamar Hamlin. DeMar Hamlin. He does well, not hate DeMar Hamlin. I like Hamlin. him enough to get his name right. <laughs> I fixed it like right away. That doesn't even count. <laughs> if I said it wrong and not fixed uh-huh. it, the way I said the way that I said Jackson Hall, mm-hmm. that's different. Yeah. Okay. That's the, that's the one you decide to mess up. The law firm, Jackson Hall or whatever it is. The accounting agency. Jackson Hall and Zaffy. Trevor Simeon is on that list of guys. Is he actually a New York one or is he a Denver one? I don't know. He was. I don't know the difference. <laughs> if you were to be like, Fred, name every backup quarterback in the NFL. Yeah. I could not do it. Hey, name one other backup safety. Do it right now. In the NFL. Uh-huh. Is Hunter Smith a starter? <laughs> talking about Harrison probably Smith. Tony yes. Harrison yeah. Smith yeah he's oh. a starter okay yeah name one that's not DeMar Hamlin is Jalen Ramsey a safety yeah he's but he's starting he's one of the starting. best okay he's a corner yeah. um I need a backup safety one name one all right no I'm gonna do it hold on don't okay. hang up the show yet uh-huh one backup safety one in the whole league I believe that Tyrone Matthew is still in the league starter God dang it. Um, uh-huh. Now, okay. so DeMar Hamlin, Baker Mayfield, and Matthew Stafford were, were on this list at the at the first week of, during the first week of the NFL since, like, May. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, it was DeMar Hamlin's to win until the rise of Flacco. <laughs> yeah, let's He's see when that choice. happens. Plus, you get to shove it in that creep Deshaun Watson's face. Yes. Yeah, this is a win-win for everyone. So December fifth, he became part of the odds. Van wants to embarrass us. Plus eighteen thousand on December fifth. Imagine if you bet that van. Van wants to prove us wrong with what he has identified as an interesting baseball story. Whenever we get back, can't wait. It's two men on ninety-five point nine FM and AM six ten, home of Saturday, Sunday, and Monday night football. Is there Monday night football this week? I'm still very no confused. next week. Okay, so this week it's only Saturday and Sunday Cur- night professional football. Yes, and then it's wild card football the following the 15th, Monday. Yes, because yep. this Monday is the Natty Champy Boy. Hey, if yes. we took a couple weeks off from Howie Sports Page. We're back next Monday oh, for the Natty. 100%. We're we back are. the week after that for the wild, the wild card. card Monday. Yes, welcome back, boys. The sports animal. All right, man. Break us free of our football chains. Big Poppy. Okay. David Ortiz, the legend. I love it when you call me Big Poppy. The legend. 
Big Poppy. Mm-hmm. Everybody's favorite baseball player. Let's uh, just get that Dad, out of the way. What are we doing? I, I mean, he's not. Steve Palmisano, he, single handedly favorite baseball player. Cardinals hate him. I'm a Cardinals fan. Did you say steroid user? or? Yeah, did you say that? Known steroid abuser? D.O., David Ortiz? Uh, as an Astros fan, it got results. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> What's the story? Oh, would you like the story? Yeah. So he was tasked with hitting a loaded ball at a gender reveal party for one of his family friends and whiffed. I have no doubt that that happened. This story Big is Poppy. whiffing. This is not Big the Poppy. story. This is not the baseball story of the day. Hall of Fame legend, perennial playoff powerhouse, one of the greatest sluggers in the history of the game was softballed in a ball filled with blue powder and whiffed. This Big is, Poppy, of this all is, people on the planet. That just proves my earlier point. What, what was the he needed steroids. Yeah, he's off the juice. We can legally get back on the juice. Is it his kid? No, it's not his kid. Then why is he involved in the thing? Because <laughs> you got a chance to have Big Poppy at your gender reveal party. I like it when they call me Big Poppy. Was it a gender reveal or, or a paternity test? That's his, right there. <laughs> in, his def- that question. in his defense. In his defense. Um, mama of the child. I killed a man. Threw him some chin music. Like, tried to brush him off the plate the, for another gender reveal. I'm not. Uh, guys, guys, guys. Why is Big Poppy? I, I, I have zero kids. Steve, zero kids. Van, one kid that you didn't do a gender reveal for. Why? It wasn't a thing then. wasn't a thing then. I wouldn't have done it anyways. A. Marie, the only thing she knows about gender reveals is 23andMe. Why would a dude allow a dude to be part of the gender reveal thing if you're not the dude? Like, I don't think I get it. Also, do dudes want to do gender reveals? Because that doesn't seem like a dude-driven thing. I'm assuming this is baby mama-driven. Yes, the gender reveal party. I agree, Amory. But if you're if you're yes. the guy, and you got a chance to book Big Poppy, you bring him, and you bring his home run derby batting practice <sighs> pitcher. No, man, because you got to throw a you got one chance to throw a strike, one opportunity. You don't throw it high and inside, and try to brush Big Poppy off the plate at your own gender reveal party. Van, one chance. Van, thank you. Van, mm-hmm. it's okay if David Ortiz, are you playing the video? What is yeah. this? Yeah, there's Thanks. a video of it. Kill the volume on that. Sorry. All right, so let me get this straight. If you have a, ch- like, if he's your friend, if David Ortiz is your friend, uh-huh. you invite him to the event. He's not a feature, he's a guest. You don't feature him, he's a guest. I would have a fishing tournament and highlight Big Poppy. <laughs> He's Big Poppy. Well, that's you e- make him the center of anything, especially a baseball-centric gender reveal party. I agree with if it's something stupid like a fishing tournament. On super big revealing of my baby's gender, I don't need Big Poppy as part of the process. Also, did you see the whole video, Steve, just now? No, I got shunned. Oh, well, got I, shunned. I just can't you watch it on mute. That's well, what I'm, I'm assuming the mom is a Yankees fan. 
for brushing him off the plate I think and the, making him miss Did the they ball. put a plate? I think the pitcher was Mariano, so of course he <laughs> blew it by him. I hate this story, and this goes on to prove. I like it. What? Thanks, Amory. Because gender reveals can get kind of boring with the whole, like, oh, let's slice into a cake. Oh, let's pop a balloon. No, let's get yeah. Big Poppy yeah. at our gender reveal. Let's throw chin music at Big Poppy, have him swing and miss, and drop blue ribbons from the ceiling anyways, even yeah. though he didn't hit the ball. Yeah, there, he a, was inside? There's a person yeah. at the side ready to pop one of the you know firework things that shows the color. So he didn't even need to hit whatever was being thrown at him. It's kind of crazy. And then he's he's happy that it's a boy. He's jumping up and down like he did, like he was part of it. What? Where would you describe this at? Is this in New York City? This looks like um, a Dominican Republic banquet hall. I'm assuming. We're going to start vetting new stories before you bring them on. <laughs> this is the best one we've had so far. I spent all day looking for a baseball story, and there was nothing. Well, there's one. We can, we can go over this one every day that you're here at the Duke store if you like to. Big Poppy swinging and missing. How made, many? Made me happy. Hey, no one got stabbed or shot. Or any kind of normal, what we expect, big poppy Dominican behavior. Yeah, that's okay, I'm looking you just up. Swung and miss. I'm looking up the top ten gender reveal fails. Let's do that whenever we get back. Because <laughs> it's, okay, it's pretty. It's so bad. Two men on ninety-five point nine FM and AM six ten. Home of Saturday and Sunday professional football, right here on the Sports Animal. <laughs> I'll make it hot. All right, Amory. Okay, there's just... Can we just do five? Yeah, because there, there's Thank 20. You. All right, let's start off with um, <sighs> Applebee's gender reveal gone wrong. Oh, my goodness. How did this one play out? Okay, it was in Ohio. A gender reveal party went terribly wrong. So they got like 20 people together to... um. Do a gender reveal at a Applebee's. And then Applebee's manager was like, hey, guys, can you do the reveal outside and then party inside? Well, the, the party the party did not take that well. Is that the computer feeding it? Yeah, I mean, I, I have no. Oh, maybe, maybe. Yeah, I was like, "What through. is that?" Okay, sorry about that, guys. All right, we good? Okay, still good. Yeah, Applebee's manager. Yep. Sorry about that. I don't know what the heck happened. Okay, I maybe it was the computer. My bad. Okay, so anyways, the um, gender reveal party that they're like take it outside. They're like, no. So the party went crazy and just started beating up the staff. Like hitting them with menus, and they and the confetti exploded during it too. And they found out there was a boy. Did they move Ohio to Florida recently? <laughs> Did I miss that in the news? Or well, the next one, the next one was in Florida. Aha! Here we go. I know. Uh, the next on one, uh, it, yeah, a pet alligator, if you will. Mm. Um, a family, a Florida family that's on their tenth child, uh, used their pet alligator to reveal the gender of their baby. By having the alligator pop balloons. 
by the family and revealed they had a baby girl. And the alligator ate the balloons? Yes. That's not, I don't, Steve Irwin would not like that. They can digest anything, Fred, I've, I've heard from Steve Irwin. Was it a baby alligator or a human? It was, it was, a, it was a real alligator. It's oh, their, yeah. their pet alligator in Florida. Yeah, but who's having the baby? Is it a baby human or is it a baby alligator that they're revealing the gender of? No, no, it was a human. Uh, revealing the gender of a, a child. A human baby. Yes. Okay. Uh, the next was a hippo, and people got in a fight over that, too. They filled a watermelon with Why a... Why are there so many animals? I don't, I don't know. Uh, the... Um, these, this family took a watermelon and filled it with the color blue because it was going to be a baby boy, and they threw it, and the hippo chomped it and or revealed it was a gender reveal. I thought that one was weird. Is also, hippos are dangerous. You would have to put the gender reveal inside of a watermelon because that's the only thing I believe that hippos eat from the videos I see on the Internet. Well, I believe they are hungry, hungry. Ah. So they'll uh, just about anything. Yes. Yeah, that tracks. Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, white marbles. <laughs> uh, and then another one in Cincinnati. And I'll give you two more. Battle uh, Ohio. Is this huh? about a Harambe? Florida you North. To, you about to tell us about <laughs> you about to tell us about big game hunting at the Cincinnati City Zoo, Harambe? Is that what you're about no, to do? No. Uh, this was three charged in 2017 mass shooting at Ohio gender reveal party for a woman who, who wasn't pregnant. She just wanted to party. She's just a big gal? <laughs> There's so many other reasons to have a party. The real answer to the gender reveal fails is the answer I'm about to say, which is it's just when the dad is sad that it's a girl. Like, that's the only thing we should be saying. <laughs> that's what, yeah. when you watch those gender reveals and the wife and the sister or the girlfriend and the sister and the mom are all like, woo, like they're woo yeah. girls. Yeah, they're and woo the, girls. The, and the dad is like, Chuck. Yeah, they're, they're, but to, to end this, because there's there's like 30 listed here. Uh, there was a, a baseball one. I thought I'd end on a baseball one since fans Thanks. started these great segments. Um, a dad accidentally smashes pregnant mom in the face with a bat during a gender reveal. I, on I've, accident. Seen, I've seen that one. That's terrible. That one is hilarious. Uh, Everyone's okay, but it was hilarious. Do you swing and miss? And then majority, majority of the other gender reveals was like a plane crash because they try to do a gender reveal from a plane. Other people start have started wildfires. Thank you. So, uh, yeah. How about the gender reveal when Mary told Joseph that his kid was God? <laughs> yeah, that was a tough that one. Was Is a, that on that the one, list? Well, that was and wild. She, and she was a virgin? Yeah. The... the Star Wars, well, I guess that's more of a father reveal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it doesn't yeah. count as a gender reveal because yeah. Darth Vader was, spoiler Darth. alert. Yeah. So Darth Vader is the father of Luke Skywalker. That's not a spoiler at this point, is it? I mean, it's 2024 now, so we need to wait like a decade or so yeah. before we do a gender reveal on kids these days. Could be anything. Could be anything. Could be they anything. Will, they'll tell you eventually. Let them tell you yeah, later. Yeah, they'll say down <laughs> they the road. Will, they will have the yeah. party when they're dead yeah. well ready. It's my In little confetti will say they, them. Mm -hmm. And then they can decide. Eventually. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's up to them. Whenever they're ready. Just the, that list, I just can't even believe that's 
half half the stuff is either animals or wildfire starting or people getting violent. Don't mess with hippos. Hippos are so dangerous. What? They're the most dangerous animal on the planet. How about whenever the gal reveals the gender of a baby and then it's a boy and then the husband immediately starts to like like dab up his best guy instead of hugging her? Yeah. yeah. To me, He's that's, like, thank God. That's very funny. Like there's there's your wife or girlfriend right there. Like celebrate with her. But instead it's like a high five sesh with the boys. Fail. Yours was um, harming animals. Congratulations on your new boy, Joe Flacco Smith. There will be a that. lot of kids named Joe Flacco this year. I see what you a did. A lot yeah, of kids the, named Joe Flacco. Akron area. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Final out of the program where we get back. We're going to go back to football because Van really blew it on baseball talk. It's two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal Harvest.